Big Les's League, an all rugby league experience. Welcome back to the 2024 Way Too Early Dally M Team of the Year prediction. Here is your host, Big Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience and welcome to the 2024 way too early Dallium Team of the Year prediction. We're going to be going through my Dallium Team of the Year prediction with all of the players in each of their positions as well as a few runners up for those positions as well. So what we'll do is we'll name the 13 players in the Team of the Year or at least in my predicted Team of the Year. And then we'll go through the runners-up after. I think I've got at least about 15 players there that could be runners-up. I think it's going to be a very even competition. I also think there's going to be a few players in some lower sides who are going to carry their sides along throughout the year as well and potentially get those uh, Dallium spots. So uh, here is my Dallium team of the year prediction. We'll start off with fullback. My predicted fullback of the year for 2024 is... Kalen Ponga. I think Kalen Ponga gets the spot. Uh, really solid footballer. Uh, obviously won the Dalian Player of the Year towards the back end of the year. I mean, that's just unheard of. Only playing pretty much towards the back end of the season and winning the Dalian Player of the Year. Imagine what he can do in a full season of footy. So, uh, Kalen Ponga, I think that he'll be my Dalian Fullback of the Year. You've got a few players that can grab those uh, that spot. This season, we'll talk about those players uh, when we talk about our runners-up, but Kalen Ponga wins the fullback of the year for me. Next, we've got our wingers. The first winger for the Dallium Team of the Year is... Smokey Alex Johnston. I think that he gets the first wing of the year spot. I think he breaks the scoring record this year. And I also think he has a terrific year on South Sydney's left edge. So Alex Johnston... The real smoky for that spot, but I reckon could earn it if he scores enough tries, if he looks good enough throughout the season, and it'll be hard not to look good on that left edge for South Sydney. I think Alex Johnson really is a smoky for a Dallium Winger of the Year spot. And then the second winger of the year is Ronaldo Molotalo. I think that Nico Hines is in for a big year. But so is Braden Trindle, and he looks at the moment to be the more dominant half. So we could see a lot more traffic going down that left-hand left side of the field for the Cronulla Sharks. Who's the left winger? It is Ronaldo Molotalo. He's already scored a handful of tries last year. He has over the past few years as well. Prolific try scorer, Ronaldo Molotalo. I think he's in for a big year and could potentially be that winger of the year. Again, a lot of runners-up for the winger of the year spot. Uh, going into the back end of this season. Obviously, without a game played, we can't tell who's in form and who isn't. That's the whole reasoning behind the way too early part of the show. Not a game's been played. We haven't seen any form. These are literally smoky predictions based off how we think the year could go going into 2024. So real smoky picks here. Alex Johnson, Ronaldo Molotalo for my wingers of the year. We'll go through, as I said, the runners-up shortly. Now, looking at the centers of the year, my first center of the year pick is Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Watching him on that left edge for the Warriors in the trial game. 
you know, we're going to see some great footy from Roger this year. There's no doubt about it. It looks like he's never left uh, rugby league, and it looks like he's been playing centre for the past 10 years. He looks like he's made that spot his own. He really looks good in that left edge too with Marcelo Montoya. He's going to be setting up a lot of tries for me. He's also going to be scoring a bunch of tries with that footwork. He just looks like every time he gets the ball, something is going to happen. So uh, Roger Tulvashashek, I think, is a real chance of getting center of the year. If he does have a big season for the Warriors, I don't think the Warriors need to have a big season for him to have a big season. Just watching him on the weekend or last weekend, he looked really good. Well, two weekends ago, but last weekend he could have had a good game as well. Recording this before the trials, uh, week two, it comes out on the Monday after. Um so, look, Roger Tulvashashek, I grant it, will probably have another good game again. But, yeah, it just looks like he's in for a big year, Roger. I think that he'll get one of those center of the year spots if he has a big year all year uh, for the Warriors and has a really solid injury run. Now, the second center of the year is Herbie Farnworth. I think he's going to be scoring a lot of tries for the Dolphins on that right side. Uh, He looks really good there so far. He also looks quite good at fullback, but I think centers his position. He's very similar to Stephen Crichton. He can play play fullback to a really high click, but centers his position. And watching him at center, he's way better than he is at center, uh, way better at center than he is at fullback. So uh, Herbie Farnworth, for me, will be the other center of the year. I don't think Jermaine Asako is going to be getting many tries compared to Herbie Farnworth. Herbie Farnworth... Uh, you know, notably more of a runner of the football rather than laying it on for other people. I think that Herbie Farnworth is going to be scoring all the tries, well, most of the tries, at least on that right-hand side. And he'll be looking a lot better than Jermaine Asako does this year, for me at least. Could be wrong. You know, Herbie Farnworth might get the most try assists in the year. We just don't know. Not a game's been played. It's way too early to be making these calls. But Herbie Farnworth, for me, uh, a big chance of getting center of the year in 2024. Now, going into our halves, this is where it gets interesting, somewhat controversial as well. Our 5-8 pick is very controversial, but it is off the back of a really solid trial run. And just watching him play in the trials, I think that he could definitely be getting the 5-8 of the year this season. Now, only after one game, but he looks like those combinations have been sorted out uh, with him on that left edge. He looks really at home at 5-8. My 5-8 of the year is Luke Brooks. I think that he could definitely nail that 5-8 of the year role. Again, a very controversial pick, but I think at Manly, in a side that will be humming if everyone's fit, especially Tom Trevojevic, but even without Tom Trevojevic, I think this side is going to be humming. I think that Manly are going to push for a top eight spot this year, and I think Luke Brooks partnering DCE is going to be a big part of that. So Luke Brooks, for me, is my 5-8 of the year. There are a ton of runners-up for this position. Uh, We could talk about the runners-up for the 5-8 of the year award all day, but I think Luke Brooks is the smoky, and we love a smoky here at Big Lezzers League. So a Luke Brooks for the 5-8 of the year spot for me. And then the halfback of the year is Nathan Cleary. I think he's in for a big year at Clubland and also in the Origin Arena. I think he's going to have a massive year, Nathan Cleary. I think he gets M of the year. Hope, Hopefully no suspensions for him uh, this season, but let's hope he gets 
the Daliam halfback of the year. Let's hope he has a big season because we haven't reached the ceiling with Nathan Cleary yet, and that scares me. I'm very excited to see Nathan Cleary have a big year. As I said, not just for his club, the Penrith Panthers, with all of the losses that they've had, Stephen Crichton going to the Dogs, Spencer Lanier going to the Roosters. They've lost a ton of guys over the past two years. Nathan Cleary, can he pull this side to another premiership? Four in a row would be absolutely insane. Never seen before. Nathan Cleary, can he do it? I think he possibly can. And even if not, I think they are the minor premiers. I think the Panthers do have another big year. And I think Nathan Cleary is a big part of that. I think it's a big year for Nathan Cleary. And I think he's the halfback of the year, the Dallium halfback of the year. Um, so, yeah, Nathan Cleary, Dallium halfback of the year for me. Now, the front rowers. Somewhat hard to pick, but it's always between four guys. Uh, and we'll talk about the other two guys, um, obviously, when we talk about our runners-up. But the two front rowers that I've got, the first one, a front rower of the year is James Fisher-Harris. I think that he locks down one of those spots. Um, obviously, him and Moses Leota have had a big past three years. They've been one of the better front row combinations we've ever seen in NRL. So can James Fisher-Harris have a big year and get that Dallium front rower of the year spot? I totally think he can. James Fisher-Harris, he's one of my spots. For the other one is, you can't discount this guy, Payne Ars. Payne Ars gets the other one for me. It'll be James Fisher-Harris having a big year for the Panthers again. And then Payne Haas having another big year for the Brizzy Bronx. I think they can definitely nail second spot again this year. It just depends on how they travel with their young core. Reese Walsh, Ezra Mam, Billy Walters in the number nine, 28 years of age, doing some great things at the moment as well. Uh, depends on how they go this season with their young core, uh, with the rest of their team as well, how they respond after a grand final loss. The Broncos, for me, can definitely go second again. And I think Payne Haas could be a big part of that. Payne Haas, big year. I cannot wait. So Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harris are my front rowers of the year. Let's go into the number nine spot. Again, very controversial, but my hooker of the year is not Harry Grant, but Blake Braley. I think if the Sharks are in for a big year, if they're going to beat top eight sides, Blake Braley, he's been one of the inform uh, hookers in the comp of last year and potentially even the year before. He's been really solid and super underrated for me. I think that he, if the Sharks have a big year, a lot more people are going to notice him. I think he is definitely the smoky call for hooker of the year. But as I, as I said before, Big Les loves a smoky. Blake Braley, I am chipping him in for hooker of the year for 2024. Cannot wait to see how he goes this season. We talked about Harry Grant uh, before, obviously not getting the spot. He's one of my runners-up, not giving too much away there. Uh, obviously, he's got it for the past few years. Harry Grant, I think it is time to pass over the mantle in that regard. Blake Braley is my prediction for Hooker of the Year this season. Now, going into the back row spots, the first one, my first back rower of the year is Keon Kalomatangi. Massive year for him this season. He has been confirmed to be playing on the left edge for South Sydney. You've got Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, Jack Whiten, and Alex Johnston all on that left edge. There's plenty happening on that left-hand side. He will really be one that I would consider. I think he's going to have a big year um, for that Dallium back row of the year spot. I think he will have a big year. There is the possibility that he's just used as the big decoy. Uh, obviously, when they get the ball out to a Jack Whiten or an Alex Johnston for a ton of tries, 
But I really do think he has a big year. His defense was massive last year for South Sydney. But he's also one of the better back rowers in form in the competition at the moment, Kayon. Uh, consistently in and around the origin discussion as well. I think that he gets back rower of the year, or at least one of those spots. The other one is... David Fafita, I think it's going to be impossible for him not to be the best back rower in rugby league next to Kieran Foran going into 2024. Kieran Foran's already done so much for Dave Fafita in terms of, in terms of really unlocking him, getting him plenty of ball and letting him have plenty of impact on games. I think Dave Fafita is your other back rower of the year for 2024. And then finally, the lock forward of the year, drum roll please. Cameron Murray. I think that Mozart locks down the 13 of the year this season. South Sydney potentially in for a massive year. I think he's going to be a big part of that. I think he's going to get big minutes again this season and he's going to make the most of every single minute he's on the field like he always does. I think he's in for a big year. If South Sydney are in for a big year, if they get back into the top eight, Cam Murray, he is going to be a big part of that, just like he's part of most of their success. Cameron Murray is my lock forward of the year. Let's get into our runners-up. All right, so now that all the official stuff is over and I can take that bloody blazer off, it is fucking boiling in this room. Uh, But now all the official stuff is done and dusted, let's talk about some runners-up for these positions. We won't go into the specifics about what position they're going to be in running for because we already know what positions they play uh, in 2024. So I'm just going to name the players, talk a little bit about why I think they'll be in the running for the Dallium Team of the Year. And then right at the end, we're going to name our prediction for the Dallium Player of the Year. We'll talk about some nominees, and then we'll name our Dallium Player of the Year. So uh, runners-up, I have got AJ Brimson. I think he's in for a big year on the Gold Coast at centre. Uh, I think he'll be on that left-hand side with Dave Fafita and Kieran Foran. I think Kieran Foran's not only going to be setting up a lot of tries for Dave Fafita this season, but he's also going to be setting up a lot of tries for AJ Brimson. And I think AJ Brimson is going to be setting up a lot of tries for himself as well. So Brimo for me is definitely going to be in contention for a Dalliem award this year. I think he's in for a big season. Potentially, if they give him a roaming license, it pretty much backs up my point even more. Uh, Jermaine Asako, the only thing that held me back from not putting Jermaine Asako in this Dalliem team of the year is Herbie Farnworth. I think that Herbie Farnworth's going to get a lot more of the ball. I think Herbie Farnworth's going to be pretty much hogging that ball on the right-hand side, scoring a lot more of the tries. And it means that Jermaine Asako is going to be scoring a lot less, not as many tries, (laughs) I should say, as Herbie Farnworth, uh, because Herbie Farnworth's going to be getting more of the pills. So uh, that's the only thing really holding me back from putting Jermaine Asako in this Dalliam team of the year. I think he could definitely, though, uh, make a spot for himself in there again in 2024. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Cam Munster, I think Cam Munster for that 5'8 role is definitely going to be someone that puts himself forward for a spot there. Uh, Really solid footballer. I think he is in for a big turnaround here this year. I don't know if he gets that Dalliem award, but I think he's definitely in for a big season. That could definitely push for one of those spots. And hey, you should never really doubt Cam Munster when he is on a rebuild, when he is about to come out and have a massive season. I know he is too because they are resting him for the whole trials. He's probably just really working himself up, getting himself ready um, for a big season ahead. So Cam Munster, I can't wait to see how he goes in 2024. Uh, Tom Travojevic, I think if he's fully fit, he's definitely going to be in the running for a fullback of the year spot. Uh, It's going to be a really tight race between a few guys for that fullback spot. Tom Travojevic, Kalen Ponga, 
James Tedesco, I think, is also going to be in and around there. We'll talk about him in a second. But if Tom Travojevic is fit, I think he's definitely in the running for that spot. If he's in great form, he's definitely going to be in the running for a fullback of the year spot for sure. Now, a smoky runner-up for me is Luke Keary from the Sydney Roosters. Just watching him in the trials, he looks really, really good coming into the year. He looks really explosive coming into the year as well. I am loving how Luke Keary is coming into the year. Um, Just watching him in the trial uh, the other week, I thought that he looked really comfortable. He looked really explosive. He just looks ready to go this season, ready for a big year for the Roosters, I think. Uh, I can't wait to see how Luke Keery goes, but he looks like he is fresh, ready to go. Uh, Sam Walker as well from that Rooster side. Uh, he'll definitely be in the running for the halfback of the year spot for me as well. If the Roosters have a big year, if they get near winning a comp, he's got to be in the discussion somewhere. I think he'll be a big part of, of if they do go near winning a premiership. Uh, Harry Grant, I think that he'll always be in the running for that hooker of the year spot. He pretty much stands out for hooker every single week. It's almost him being in the team of the week every single week uh, for hooker as well. He definitely stands out. He's one of the best hookers, if not the best hooker currently in the competition. Um, I think that he is definitely going to always be in the running for that hooker of the year spot. Moses Leota, I think if James Fisher-Harris has a big year, Moses Leota is going to have a big year. And if they both have a big year, Penrith will have a massive year. So uh, I think Moses Leota is definitely going to be in the running for a front row of the year spot. Uh, now, another smoky here. We said that as well. These bottom sides, there is going to be some players from bottom teams, well, at least teams that I've got at the bottom of the ladder, where I think one or two players are really going to drag them along and carry. I think Max King's going to be one of those guys. Front rower, uh, a lot of ticker about him. He always starts the year really strong. If he has a strong year throughout the entire season, if they don't get the spoon and they you know, sort of climb their way up, maybe even get out of the bottom four, I think that Max King is definitely going to be in the discussion there, running 150 metres a game, lots of tackle busts. He's a big part um, of their success in the forward pack and a big part of their forward pack as well. Um, I think Max King is definitely going to be a bit of a smoky. If the Bulldogs go a little bit better than what we're expecting this season, uh, obviously in a bit of a rebuild phase at the moment, but if they do go a little bit better than we're expecting, I think Max King's a real smoky. James Tedesco, we sort of mentioned him before. It is going to be a really tight race between Callum Ponga, Tom Travojevic, if he's fit, uh, and James Tedesco for that fullback of the year spot. If the Roosters have a big year, get near a premiership, James Tedesco is definitely going to be in that discussion, especially if he has a massive turnaround year where he's super consistent throughout the entire year. Uh, James Tedesco, I think, will definitely be in the running. From what we saw from him in that first week of the trials as well, we're sort of getting old glimpses of, you know, glimpses, I should say, of an older... uh, an old school Tedesco, a 2019 Tedesco, I should say. Um, so I really do think that he could be in contention for a fullback of the year spot as well if we get those 2019 glimpses of Tedesco again going into the regular season. Uh, Jack Whiten on that left-hand side uh, for South Sydney, I think is definitely going to be in contention for a spot as well. Uh, really solid footballer, you know, first year at centre. Depending on how that left edge goes, depending on how South Sydney go, he's going to be in contention for me as well. Uh, Bradman Best, the best. I think that he will be in contention as well. Had a massive year last year. If he repeats that again, he's going to be in contention. If Newcastle go really well, he's going to be in contention as well. And with Callum Ponga going down that left-hand side, you'd imagine he's going to be scoring a lot of tries again in 2024. Reese Walsh, I think Reese Walsh will be in contention for fullback of the year. We talked about how tight ship that race is going to be. 
Reese Walsh is definitely in contention there as well. If Brisbane gets second again, I imagine they'll definitely be in contention for another premiership this year. So Reese Walsh is definitely going to be in and around that conversation for Dally M fullback of the year. I'm just finding where I'm up to on this list. Isaiah Yo, uh, obviously going to be fighting it out for, with Cam Murray um, for that 13 spot as well for lock of the year. Uh, Isaiah Yo is pretty much the best lock in the competition. It's going to be between those two for the best lock in the competition going into next year. It's going to be a really tight battle as well. I think Cam Murray just gets it. But, you know, Isaiah Yo, if the Panthers are going for another premiership this year, you can't really second guess Isaiah Yo at all. I think that he'll definitely be one of the front runners for that spot. Uh, Dylan Brown's a smoky for me. I think if Parramatta sort of have a bit of a resurgence, if they push for another top eight spot uh, this season, obviously missed it last year. I mean, if they go and get themselves back into the top eight, I think that Dylan Brown's going to be a big part of that. Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, Clint Gutherson, they're all going to be uh, needing to have big years if the Parramatta Reels are to turn things around. They've got a lot of issues in and around there at the moment with their back line, uh, their hooker spot, who's going to be their hooker if they're doing an 80-minute hooker um, rotation. There's a lot of things uh, that they have to work out first, but consistency for me is a big thing for Parramatta. If they do go well this year, though, I think that Dylan Brown will be a smoky for that 5-8 of the year spot. Uh, Joseph Tarpanay, I don't think the Raiders are going to go very well this year, but I think that Tarpanay is one of the better front rowers in the competition. I think he's going to be carrying his side out of some pretty tough games. I think that he will definitely get some good stats behind him and push uh, for a Dallium front row of the year spot for sure. And then the last guy I've got down for a spot in the runners-up is Ezra Mam. I think Ezra Mam is going to be in and around the discussion. Again, if Brisbane have a big year, if they get close to a premiership again this season, I think that Ezra Mam is going to be in contention for that 5-8 of the year spot. He's the one that just won it as well. He obviously just won uh, the Dallium 5-8 of the year spot uh, last year. He can go back-to-back for sure if he has a big season with the Brisbane Broncos. Only his second or third year in rugby league, which is crazy, and only 20 or so years of age. So got plenty of rugby league left in him uh, and a very talented player that, if we haven't seen his ceiling yet, could be one of the better five-eights in rugby league. Ezra Mam, can't wait to see him have a big season in 2024. Now, the last order of business today is to pick our Dallium Player of the Year. The three nominees are, in the notebook here, Kalen Ponger, Nathan Cleary, Luke Brooks. Your Dallium Player of the Year prediction is... Nathan Cleary. I think, as I said, he has a massive year. He really takes this uh, Penrith side who have lost a lot of players over the past two years into the discussion for another premiership, four premierships in a row. He kills it in origin this year. I think he has a massive season, Nathan Cleary. As I said, we haven't seen his ceiling yet. He's probably going to be one of the better players all time. Can't wait to see him have a big year across the board in 2024. Those are your Dalian predictions. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Big Lezzers League for more rugby league content just like this. Make sure to go and follow the Instagram, the TikTok as well, Big Lezzers League, and subscribe to the Spotify, Apple Podcasts to make sure you don't miss out on any amazing rugby league content. But that was your Dalian predictions. I'll see you guys in the next one. That's full time. See you in the next one.